0: Welcome to Stories of Iceland. Iceland is firmly in the second wave of corona, at least the capital area. We can't go swimming or visit libraries. Most people wear masks in shops. My reusable ones have finally arrived, a relief since I don't like having to use the disposable ones. If you want to help me focus more of my energy towards this podcast please support me on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash storiesoficeland. My newest supporter is Mimi Easton, but I would like to thank all of my supporters, especially Troy Williams, Kristen Rose, Robin Williams, and Catherine Matthews, friends of the podcast. Join them at patreon.com slash storiesoficeland. There is extra material there. But this is Stories of Iceland, and this is episode 37, Blue is the Old Black. Iceland is in the North Atlantic, its capital city is Reykjavík. Today I have a guest, scholar, poet, author, expert in monsters, and adjunct of Icelandic literature at the University of Iceland, Dr. Artgrímur Vídalín. Welcome. Thank you. How are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing pretty good, yeah, uh, strange times, crazy semester.
0: Yeah, so you're teaching mostly like this.
1: Uh, yes, mostly
0: uh, pre-recorded
1: lectures and uh, live discussion sessions.
0: Yeah, so you're getting quite used to this format.
1: Yeah, I I never meet people anymore. It's just uh, like this. Yeah,
0: I was hoping to get you into my studio sometime. Maybe that will happen <laughs> in the end. But you know, I have this well. Weird, beautiful thing, and I can't invite anybody here. That's, yeah, not how I envisioned this year. After setting it up all last year, getting it up, and then, yeah. Well, um, we have known each other for quite a while, since before you were a doctor. We are uh, block friends, originally.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, we first met electronically sometime around.
0: 2004 or something. Yeah. So so it's it's okay that we do this electronically now. Um, well yeah, uh, if you are on Patreon then you know that this is a video. So if you want to see Art which I highly recommend, then you can go go there and support me and then you'll then you'll get this video. Otherwise this is just an audio. Well, there are many things I could have invited Argrimur to talk about, but when I saw that he had been lecturing and writing about the blue men, I just had to get him on to talk about that. It seems quite topical. So, what what are the blue men?
1: Yes, this is a really uh, strange uh, sort of character that uh, most modern Icelanders will associate this word uh, blue men or uh, blaumadr with uh, just black Africans as a derogatory term, uh, something yeah. you'd probably say. Yeah, uh, I,
0: either derogatory or um, archaic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've actually met people who use it in this archaic uh, meaning and don't even realize how offensive it might <laughs>
0: <be>. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, some years ago I first lectured about Blumen and uh, some guy who was there he asked me "Ah, have you looked into this particular case uh, here because if any one of them was a blue man he was was definitely uh, one of them and I I had no idea what he was talking about Uh, it was almost like saying this is the blackest character ever you must look into
0: well well, the blackest i remember i was talking to i as actually a precursor to this podcast i picked up a hitchhiker and talked to him all the way from uh, borgarnes to akurir about icelandic (laughs) history and stories and he was half uh, his father was from the congo i think so i of course explained to him that the old word was blah mother blue man and he said well, those must have been really black, those guys. <laughs> that was his. That was his uh, thinking when he heard that. But yeah. w- why blue?
1: Yeah, that's a. Well, that's really a, a question for the ages. Why uh, blue? Uh, it, it's interesting to note that uh, the meaning of this word, like uh, today, uh, I've already explained what it means, but. If we go back to the oldest sources that we have for this word, um, we will find in 12th century Icelandic uh, saints' lives um, this word, and then it usually means some sort of demon. Um, And many of these saints' lives are actually translated from Latin, and if you go to the originals, you will see that the word used there is the Latin word for Ethiopian. So... In like legends of, uh, of uh, Mary, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you you have Latin texts talking about Ethiopians, but they actually mean that they're demons, and then Icelanders translate this as mother, uh, mm-hmm. or blue man, and and then the word keeps adding layers of meaning. Um, we have uh, other sagas where blue men are muslims or moors yeah um, like uh, one of the norwegian kings called Sever, he was famous for having traveled to jerusalem yeah
0: yeah uh, uh, and, uh, and is popular with a certain the right ra- uh, the racists love him i don't know if that has any bearing on his real uh, real life but but he killed muslims so they the nazis like him
1: yes yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently, on his way to Jerusalem, if uh, the king sagas are, yeah, you with know, historical references, the, yeah. then he stopped on some of the Spanish islands like Ibiza and Comentera to uh, fight with Moors who were there. Yeah, uh, and then later, when he came back to Norway, uh, he started gradually to go insane, mm. and one of the uh, pretenders for the throne uh, lampasted him uh, and said that while he was off uh, cutting down uh, blue men for Satan yeah. uh, he was there you know controlling the country and yeah being the responsible one yeah. and, um, and then we have other you know it, it just keeps on and on we have um, yeah. Muslims in captivity yeah. uh, no not sorry not Muslims but blue men. Yeah, and they are then used as wrestling champions for the protagonists to fight with yeah and then they are described more like animals or almost like troll like yeah they don't have any language they uh, just scream and uh yeah it's, it's really really great yeah. i'll just say that
0: yeah there's um of course we have i've sometimes talked about this that we have, there are these different types of sagas, and you say these blue men, they are, you can find them in the king sagas, which is sort of historical, and then you can find them in the the saints' sagas, or the sagas of the holy men, and those are less historical. <laughs> yes, yes, and, yes. And, and then you can find them in the Silvalric tales as well. Isn't yet. Uh, and those are often translated from friends. And uh,
1: then you can also find them in uh, the uh, family sagas. Of
0: yeah. Uh, uh, w- 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 which ones? I'm trying to remember that.
1: Uh, there's one in Kalnas in Kasara. Yeah. And then there's also one in. And
0: what are those 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 blue men? What kind kind of characters are there there? They, they,
1: they are always this wrestling type. Okay. And uh, and then we have three instances of that same motif occurring in uh, legendary sagas. Yeah. And then actually, uh, the most interesting part that I found uh, and. I have an article in this uh, brand new book called paranormal encounters in iceland and uh and uh, my my chapter in the book is called uh demons muslims wrestling champions the semantic history of plowman from the 12th to the 20th century yeah and i found in several of the uh, icelandic folklore collections that are uh collected in the 19th and early 20th centuries Yeah. Uh, this exact same story of, uh, but it has changed. There's this Icelandic, uh, farmer or just regular old, uh, person working on the docks. Uh, and he, you know, while the saga protagonist would offend maybe a king or a lord, and then the, uh, king would unleash a blood mother for the protagonist to fight with. Uh, in these stories uh, the most typical version is nice under working on the docks and he offends a captain on the ship mm-hmm. and then the year after the captain comes back uh, selling more wares and he unleashes this blow mother yeah uh, this is supposed you know I mean these are stories told in the 19th century um, they haven't changed much from the Middle Ages except that uh, the descriptions of the uh, blue men are more inherently racist and, and yeah. they,
0: are they more uh, modernly racist
1: yes because uh, and sometimes the hero also has to fight the dog and there's absolutely no difference in the descriptions so they're just uh, a yeah. gaping mouth
0: yeah, just snarling beasts yes yeah it is also just interesting in thinking how people who were writing this uh, if we go back to the sagas how they saw the world because I think it was Victor's saga in blausar which was actually the most boring thing I read of the sagas I actually ended, do, ended up doing an oral exam from it with, uh, <laughs> and I don't exactly, I don't know how I managed to pass it with uh, Daniel uh, S- Sabberg Sabberg. Yeah, yeah you, you Swedish professor I think he just let me pass because that was the only of all the sagas I had read that was the only only okay. one I hadn't gone through yeah but in that saga I think it was kind of hinted that uh, blue men were from India because seeing the world it's just like in uh, old Icelandic Donald Duck cartoons you go to Fjärkanistan that is a place far away so you don't you don't perceive the world as the globe we think of now or or the map, map but just oh far away is,
1: yeah. we have these wonderful geographical texts that uh, you can see how the picture of the world is different from ours um, so India is sometimes uh, just anything um, you know really south of Egypt and, and yeah. so sometimes it's in it's in Africa yeah. and sometimes it's in a it's it's in Asia and sometimes there's a Blauland
0: yeah
1: and uh, that country is usually just anything south of the Sahara yeah but then we also have uh, Mauritania and that is in its correct place more or less yeah um and, but but there's the same etymological explanation for the names of both countries uh, given in these texts that are uh, the land of the blacks or the blue people.
0: Yeah. We've kind of talked about this, but you probably had the same experience as I have. You have an interest in Norse things, then you end up having to talk to racists. <laughs> and they they tend to like the, these slurs, they like either blaumadr or skrælingi. They like really like using these old Icelandic words. Yeah. How do and you deal with those people? Do you just ignore them?
1: Yeah, I, I, I really just do that. Yeah. Uh, I have received uh, threatening emails from people. Yeah. Um, who write under pseudonyms? Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, I, I know people who have had worse. I've, uh, a friend of mine was chased off of Twitter by, uh, by neo-Nazis Yeah. and only emerged <clears throat> recently again under a different name. Um, and they're just really campaigning against old Norse scholars who dare to talk about race.
0: Yeah, they...
1: And, uh much to their satisfaction, I am now working on a book about race and racism in old Norse literature
0: i was uh, the, the reason I was thinking about this I saw a video on Twitter going around where somebody is uh, using the n word wearing a wearing a t shirt saying straight out of Valhalla <laughs> and then uh, some uh, young woman and then see Kind of pulls down her shorts, and there's a swastika there. It's just oh, really, really uncomfortable for us to, have an interest oh. to have to be in the same sphere as these uh, idiots. Yeah, it's
1: interesting that she was actually referencing black culture. There. Yeah.
0: yeah, straight out of Compton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's such it's such a weird amalgam of. Uh, Not the brightest people. Uh, Yeah. Straight out of Valhalla. Uh, um, Yeah. Also, I keep remembering I actually have a book, but I don't have in my bookshelf anymore because I don't want my sons to... Inherited it. It's called Bláumén and vitlirir, a oh, blue yes. man and wild animals. You know that book.
1: I I, I, I found it uh, at some dime store and uh, bought a copy, uh, yeah. and so I, I actually referenced that in uh, in my most recent article written in Icelandic.
0: I have uh, actually a kind of uh, more racist version of that. There is a yeah. there is. A white man, a black man, maybe some a uh, pygmy, I don't know. And then there's a gorilla that's obviously been killed, uh, hung yeah. up by by its arms. It's it's one of those things. Yeah, I want to keep this because I'm interested in racism, but I don't want my son seeing that. Yeah. It's not educational. Uh, yeah,
1: I keep all of those. Uh... Books that I have in my office, uh, yeah. from crying hands and uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, um, it's really strange when you find yourself because of your work collecting books like this. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: yeah. Uh, there are other people, yeah, interested in the exact same same things, but yeah. We actually had recently an article in one of the papers here in Iceland which was a weird attempt to kind of import American racism into Iceland. Mm -hmm. You remember that? And the weirdest part of that for us Icelanders was when the author said that there was a problem that 70% of black children in America were born out of wedlock. Because that's that's the same ratio as here in Iceland. So it was such a weird thing to oh, those people are just like us. Yes. Both my sons were born out of wedlock. I didn't marry their mother until what two years ago. And both my older sisters are
1: Yeah, particularly the you know, marriage thing. I mean I understand to look at marriage as a financial institution, Yeah. Not a
0: scientific one. Yeah, that's we just uh, at least I just went to the county official, and it's great to have your children with with you at your wedding yeah <laughs> that's the, that's the everybody should do that. I missed my parents' wedding that's the but my both my sisters were there, as I said. Are there any other types that you can uh, that you're thinking of or' talking about in these articles are these?
1: Uh, there's one really interesting thing <clears throat> that um I, 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 I sort of got into this because I had been reading um uh, both ancient Greeks and uh and then some Roman authors. Uh I was reading Herodotus and then Pliny the Elder. Yeah. And uh and I, I just I really liked their really strange, you know, ethnographical Chapters about all the different monsters, yeah. people in the world. Um, and then uh, it came to my attention that this is exactly the same ideas that Icelanders uh, write about in their uh, yeah. geographical texts. Yeah. And so they have all these different monstrous characters like the skio parts that only have a single foot mm-hmm. and they use it to, you know, shade themselves from the sun. And then uh, the dog-headed people and uh, my favorite, the Blimmies. Uh they don't have heads, uh, but they have, you know, faces in their chests—and uh, and yeah, um, I think they're kind of cute. Uh, yeah. But they are supposed to be, um, you know, living pretty much in the Ethiopian area. Yeah. And then I, I started to think. That it was sort of interesting how the word Blaumadr uh, almost resembles "blemi." Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, although I'm told by, you know, more experts in linguistics that this is probably a coincidence, mm. uh, uh, that the Icelandic word was probably not constructed to sound like that. But I did find a chapter in a particular saga where there is an army of all kinds of uh, monsters and monsters people, mm-hmm. and side by side in this ar- in this army we have lemmies and plowmen. and they are sort of lumped together into this one group. Um, and then there is in I believe it was in uh, the saga of Mary uh, that there was a, w- a vision of uh, this demonic figure that uh, comes to a man in his sleep. And it is said to be a mother and he's described as his arms coming out of his head, uh, which probably means that he doesn't have a head. But you know, yeah, he's so striker. it's
0: the same the the facial torso. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so at, at least there's a, some connection between the uh, the Plinian and or what uh, yeah. Icelandic plowmen.
0: It's so interesting to try to get into the mind of people who were almost a millennia ago trying to make sense of the world yeah. with, with racism, but not the type of racism maybe we have today. Mm-hmm. Just all these strange people around the world. Yeah. Um, can you plug your pluggables before? What What do you have to sell? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, well, the, bu- the book, yes. as I said. Yeah, paranormal encounters in Iceland. Do you have that on?
1: You can go to the publisher's uh, webpage. Yeah. yeah. uh, Yes.
0: We'll have a link in the description. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's the main thing that I'm plugging right now. And maybe uh, I'll also plug the other volume that just uh, arrived. Yeah. uh, Give you the link to that.
0: Yeah. If there there are always some Icelanders listening, so also there is. Your novel, uh, recent, it's... Grauskinna. Yeah, exactly.
1: And uh, so, yeah, that's sort of the modern or, you know, the most recent, uh, maybe in a certain way, version of either Dr. Faustus or the Icelandic Kaldrlóttur, just for certification.
0: So, um, I think that is it. Um, Any last words?
1: Ah, Any famous last words? No.
0: just yeah just don't use the word blow mother <laughs> unless you want people to think you're racist well um so thank you for coming um that is it for today I want to thank Weida von Helstare, Emily Cooper, Julie Fisher, Emily Harper, Evan Williams, Lennagat Antzis, Jon Helkerson, Christopher Bath Austin Yule and all my other supporters. And as always, special thanks to Troy Williams, Kristen Rose, Robin Williams, and Catherine Matthews, friends of the podcast. I am Olga Oljason, and this has been Stories of Iceland, episode 37. Blue is the old black. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming.